There you go, there's King playing the GTFM and Love and Pride. I will play the other half of the GTFM Ponty Market double play in a couple of moments' time because uh, it's time to introduce my very first guest on the show today. Uh, talking to Councillor Rhys Lewis, the Cabinet Member for Stronger Communities, Wellbeing and Cultural Services. Uh, talking about what Ron the Taft County Borough Council are doing about uh, climate change. First of all, uh, good morning to you, Councillor Lewis. How are you this morning? Yeah, good morning, Gareth. I'm very well, thank you. Good. Uh, thanks for joining us on the show today. Now, it seems, doesn't it, uh, Councillor Lewis, that climate change is very much on the agenda for, for most of the world governments at the moment, and rightly so, of course. But local governments need to do they a little bit as well, don't they? Yeah, they certainly do. I think, um, I think it's fair to say we all have a part to play. Um, even though it is a global issue, there are many things I think that we, we can be doing, certainly on a a local level and um, I think as you'd expect as a local authority um, you know we, we've got a plan for it and, and, and that's something we'd like to speak to our our residents businesses and community groups about. Yeah now we're talking about an RCT council initiative it's called Let's Talk Climate Change RCT uh, so how did all this come about then was this something that, that, that came up in a, in, a, in a council meeting was it your idea? Uh, well, I think it's something that um, you know we certainly picked up from residents in RCT, um, from representations from from them. Um, there, is, there is a certainly a heightened awareness of um, the effects of, of climate change, um, and with a with a local reference as well. I mean, we've we've had some devastating floods, as as residents will be aware, in recent years. Um, of course, we are dealing with the effects of uh, the mountain fires um, at the moment as well, which seems to suggest that we are going to experience more extreme weather events, um, you know, in the future. Um, so really, it's, as I said, it's, um, it's something that's come about from residents and we've really tasked ourselves as a council, as a cabinet, um, working with our council officers to come up with a, a wider strat- strategy. And that's what we um, really want to speak to residents about. Right, so climate change affects everybody on the planet. What is your personal view then on the way international governments have dealt with this crisis so far? Because you're obviously quite passionate, councillor, aren't you? Yeah, I certainly am. Yeah, and I, I would hope that um, uh, the most um, people, you know, in, in in public roles as representatives would be, because I think it is so important that we, you know, seek to to protect our communities and make them as sustainable as possible for our children, our grandchildren. Um, and so on. I really do think that we have a responsibility in, in that respect. Um, and there have been moves, of course, on the global, um, you know, on the global scene, so to speak. We've got the the COP26 summit uh, later this year in the UK. Um, so it is pleasing to see that there is movement on a global level. But I certainly think that um, there's a lot that we can do on a, a local level as well. Yeah, that's the one that's uh, taking. It's up in Glasgow, isn't it? That's correct. That's yeah, I thought so. Now, as you just mentioned, there's no doubt climate change is real and, of course, a real problem as well. Because uh, as you've already mentioned, 40 months ago, we experienced Storm Kira and Storm Dennis. And, of course, they were just seven days apart. And the devastation that those two powerful storms caused to so many families in RCT. And, of course, at the moment, this April looks like being one of the coldest Aprils on record. Yet we've had this sort of warm daytime temperature as well, which has contributed to, as you mentioned just then, awful mountain fires. It's it's, it's crazy times, isn't it? Real is. Yeah. Yeah. As I say, I think we are really seeing the effects of, of um, 
you know, climate change at a local level. I think it's, I think for many years we've been aware of things like deforestation across the world and how we are, you know, stretching the Earth's resources, um, you know. Uh, but you know, when I think when people start to see it on a local level, then you know, it's duty is incumbent upon public representatives in the local area, um, you know, businesses and community groups as well to try and work together to put some, uh, you know, uh, initiatives in place to deal and try and mitigate it on a local level. Yeah. Uh, how are the fires at the moment? Are, are they all under control now, Councillor? I think they seem to be. Um, I, I know uh, I took a drive up yesterday to Mountain Ash and, and things were still um, smouldering, unfortunately. But those those fires really have been terrible, um, you know, in the Kennan Valley and the Rhonda as well. And they have a huge impact, of course, on, on the local wildlife, biodiversity, um, you know, as well as looking um, looking pretty terrible on our, on our hillsides as well. So, um, there certainly is an element there, I think, around education as well, and that is within our wider climate change strategy, working with our young people to try and make them aware of um, of our local environments and the benefits of our local environments to um, to our health and well-being and our local economy as well. Yeah, so, so it's up to us to pull together, of course. So how can people of RCT actually help shape our future, do you think? Well... Uh, as part of the Let's Talk Climate Change initiative that the council has launched, um, you know, we really are calling for the, the views and opinions um, of residents in terms of how they feel they can work with us as a local authority to tackle climate change. Um, there's a number of measures that we, we've gone out to consultation on in our wider cl- climate change strategy. Um, and there's things in there around transport, infrastructure, um, trying to promote electric vehicle charging points throughout the county borough. Um, looking to improve our air quality throughout the, the county borough as well and different ways we can generate electricity and energy um, in the in Rombican and Taff uh, in a green and sustainable way. Um, and also the ways in which we um, we use and we manage our local green spaces and our uplands areas as well because, you know, they are such a resource um, that we have in the valleys and, um, you know, there's something that really is something that should be celebrated so as i said our strategy is quite wide-ranging um but there is a an easy way in which residents can get involved we have a, a dedicated web page that we've um set up if i can give you the address yeah carry on yes www.letstalk.rctcbc.gov.uk um and if residents uh, visit that uh, that web page they can um, they can get involved and give their views and opinions on our strategy. And there's also a survey on there as well, only a short five-minute survey. And we would really, um, you know, welcome as many people getting involved um, with that uh, as possible so we can um, draw up the, the plan that we have for the county borough, um, which will help us achieve our ambitious target of being carbon neutral by 2030. Excellent. Now, I can remember the old Furnaceite plant in Abercrombie, Councillor. <laughs> I mean, do, do you cringe when, you know, people come up to you and tell you about all that sort of, all that pollution that came into the atmosphere? Uh, you know, up until quite recently, when you think back, was it the uh, the late 1980s when it finally closed? I can't quite remember now, but I mean, the pollution we had then was horrific. Yeah, I think there certainly has been a huge change over the past 30 years. I mean, um, I think there's a slight irony. I'm, I'm the son of, um, you know, three generation of coal miners. Um, so that I can see the irony in that in respect of how, you know, we are trying to move away from, um, you know, extracting things from the earth, coal, oil, etc., towards a more green and sustainable um, future. 
Um, but I think the values certainly have changed in the past 30 years. I mean, you know, just visually, you know, things have turned from from black, you know, the, the, the tips, et cetera, turning green. Um, our rivers, I think, um, in terms of the health of our rivers, you know, that, that probably has never been um, as good since before industrialization. So things certainly have changed um, in the values. You're quite right to point out in my lifetime. Um, of course, the colliery in, in the town in which I was born in Abercan and closed the year I was born in 1987. So, um, you know, it really is now about thinking about, I think, f future generations, um, you know, who are going to live and, and work in our valleys communities and around the Cunnan Taff and how we can make our communities as sustainable um, and resilient as possible. Yeah, because of course the sad thing is when the collieries closed, we lost the jobs. So you've got that on the one hand, the unemployment, etc. But on the other hand, the big benefit, of course, has been everything turning much greener. And like you said, the uh, the river's much cleaner these days. Uh, companies can do a little bit more, I guess. Would you like to see bus companies turn green? You know, electric buses, for example. Yeah, there is within the, the wider... Um uh, Cardiff Capital Region plan for for the South Wales area. There there are um, plans there in terms of trying to encourage um, taxi firms, for example, to um, employ electric vehicles. Um, in fact, um, the, the the plan actually is I think it's um, coming to fruition shortly, whereby electric vehicles are being offered to taxi um, taxi firms. Uh, on a lease basis for them to try out to see whether they, you know, they can work within um, their business. Um, and certainly bus bus services is, is a, I think, a big issue as well. I think in the valleys, since the buses were um, deregulated in the 1980s, you know, we have had what is, could be described as a patchy bus service in many places. Uh, many people don't have access to it, which can make um, transport around the valley difficult. Um, but yeah, there are initiatives underway to, to try and work with um, you know the the bus companies, and to try and get thing a bit, things a bit more aligned and streamlined with um, with our trains and the metro system that's coming on stream uh, in the South Wales valleys as well. But they, that does have a huge part to play. Yeah. Okay, brilliant stuff. Um, just before you go, then, can you uh, recap on the website address for people to get involved? Because I mean, I guess after the lockdown has ended, are you hoping to set up forums and workshops, that sort of thing, councillor? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I know we've been curtailed a bit over the past year because of the COVID restrictions. Um, ordinarily, with this kind of um, consultation with residents, we'd want to be out there in our town centres and our villages talking to residents, but we haven't been able to do that for, for obvious reasons. But um, that's not to say residents can't get involved. So the, the website, it's www.letstalk.rctcbc.gov.uk. UK and residents will be able to um, access our climate change strategy, which, um, which I suppose is quite might be quite long for many people. It's quite wordy, but there is um, a way residents can can get involved quite quickly with the with a survey there that shouldn't take any more than five minutes. Um, and of course, residents are always welcome to to contact their local representatives to make their views known as well. It's really about that that wider conversation we want with with residents, businesses, and community groups. Councillor Rhys Lewis, thank you very much indeed for joining us on GTFM today. Pleasure. Thank you, Gareth. Talking about. If I were a boy, even just for a day. I'd roll out of bed in the morning and throw on what I want.